This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the second Sunday of Easter, the Feast of Divine Mercy, the 3rd of April. If you were someone who arrived in the 21st century from a different historical era or from another planet, and you had to explain to them how a mobile telephone or a radio or electric lights worked, you'd have to introduce the notion of there being certain forces out there invisible to the eye which allows those things to function. It would be a hugely difficult concept for someone else to grasp. Yet we have the advantage of knowing that there are certain things which are real and exist even if we can't see them, like radio waves or electrical currents. Supernatural faith is something similar to this, but not exactly the same, since faith operates in a sphere which is above the created material world. But it is about things unseen, and those who believe what is unseen are declared by our blessed Lord to be blessed. So faith is a blessing when it is given. The apostles had faith. Some had a strong faith, but were weak individuals like Peter. Some had a weak faith, but were strong characters, like Thomas, proverbial to this day as doubting Thomas because of his insistence on believing only what he could see and touch. In the beautifully expressive Eucharistic hymn, the Adoro Te Devote, Godhead Hid in Hiding, by another St. Thomas Aquinas, many centuries later, that moment in the Gospel is poetically alluded to with regard to our faith in the Blessed Sacrament, when he writes, Seeing, touching, tasting, are in these deceived. What God's Son has told us, take for truth I do. Truth himself speaks truly, or there's nothing true. As the people of the resurrection, we are people who live by faith, and whose every action is motivated by faith, or at least this is the way God wants us to live. But living in a culture where everyone believes and does the same thing makes it easier for us to act in a similar way. Whereas living in an environment where everyone does the opposite and tells us to do the opposite of what we believe inevitably challenges and even weakens faith. Faith needs to be fed and affirmed. It has to be fed by prayer and the sacraments and it has to be affirmed by those around us who adhere to the same things. We all know what a problem it is living like that today. We get influenced by the laissez-faire approach to sacred things and the relativist approach to the moral life, living according to the gospel. It's what Pope Benedict calls the dictatorship of relativism, when everyone else around us is doing what they want and they're dictating to us that we should also do what we want and what is good to us rather than what is true and objective. It often seems an uphill struggle, and few, if any, are travelling uphill with us. Part of the experience of this Easter season we're now in is renewing faith so as to live like the Apostles and the first Christians. We read about this daily now in the Acts of the Apostles, which is proclaimed at Mass. We read about them being strong in witnessing to their faith in that fact that Jesus is alive. This second Sunday of Easter powerfully celebrates faith and mercy, the faith of the apostles in the risen Jesus on Easter day 
and the mercy of God that was given by Jesus at the moment of the resurrection, his first gift to the church. Those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Those whose sins you retain, they are retained. This mercy reminds us today that it's the feast of divine mercy. And for this we give thanks to St. John Paul II who instituted this feast. Many of us indeed availed ourselves of the sacrament of mercy in the confessional during Lent and Holy Week. And today this joy of God's mercy is renewed. It is a lovely devotion because it's one full of the warmth of God's love, reminding us that God does not wish the death of the sinner, but that they should repent and live the life of grace to the full. As Saint Pope John Paul wrote, You are not the sum of your weaknesses and failures. You are the sum of the Father's love for you and your capacity to become the image of his Son. On this feast we ask Mary, who is the Mother of Mercy, to help us day by day in another popular hymn, this time written by Father Faber, we find these words. But scornful men have coldly said, your love was leading me from God. And yet in this I did but tread the very path my Saviour trod. The sentiment is clear. Mary leads us to Jesus, to his mercy and to a deeper union with his merciful love. Let us pray. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.